Hello and welcome to the Imaginology Way podcast, where we talk about all things hypnosis, well-being and real magic. Welcome to episode two, where in part one, we speak about taking stock. And in part two, we take a deep dive into the symbology behind the Imaginology Way. listeners welcome to episode two of the imaginology way it's great to have you here uh, those people that managed to listen to episode one thank you very much uh, and particularly for the feedback that i've received that's been awesome and uh, made it feel like it was all worthwhile and if this is the first episode you've ever listened to uh, please pop back and listen to episode one i explain a little bit about who i am and a little bit about what the imaginology way is anyway in this episode in part one at least we're going to look into taking stock and in part two we're going to deep dive into the symbol that sits behind the imaginology way and on that we can then build in future weeks so did you manage to take any time at all to sit down and take action and think about something you might want to improve did you capture that on a piece of paper on your phone and not in your mind well i hope you did but if you didn't don't worry because today we're going to have a bit of a deep dive a bit of a deep dive into what do i mean by taking stock what does that mean to you and how are you going to use that information to baseline any future positive changes that you want to make? Well, when I think of taking stock, I always imagine one of those old black and white films where there's a big ship with their sails down in dock and loads of things on the dockside waiting to be put on board. Well, of course, before you start putting new things on board, you need to take stock of what you've already got. What provisions have you got? What provisions have you got? that are still able to eat them, or a service to be able to use them on the trip. It's that kind of thing I always have in mind. But of course, we're not a ship, <laughs> nor are we setting off on a journey. Well, we are setting off on a journey, when you really think about it. So, we need to take stock of both our skills, knowledge and experience, and of course our physiology. And it's once we've taken stock of that, and we have a plan of somewhere we want to go, we can figure out what extra is that we need. Let's take this really back to basics. Firstly, if we're going to capture some information, how are we going to capture it? And how are we going to be able to monitor it going forward? Well, I'm a huge fan of the notebook. I absolutely love drawing in my notebook with colours. I was trained by Tony Bazan how to do mind mapping many, many years ago now, so I absolutely love to use mind mapping. But of course, what you really need to do is use any system that's suitable for you. So, look at what you do today. Are you the kind of person who likes to write in books? Are you the kind of person who prefers to type something into your phone or your computer? But whatever you do, please don't use your brain for this. You see, our brains are amazing at being creative, but they're not great at memory. So you need to have a system, a trusted system, and something that ideally you really enjoy using. So, if you need to spend a few pounds on some nice pens and some nice paper, just do that, because if you can connect to it in a really, really nice way, you're much more likely to use it. So once you've got your system and you've decided how you're going to put it down, and there's loads of information out there you can look at on YouTube and, and go on the internet if, you, if you're really stuck for ideas, but I'm sure you'll come up with something if you just give a few moments of thought. And by the way, if you're stuck between the sort of analog world of pen and paper and the digital world, there are some great solutions out there for that too. My sister Sharon, for a present, bought me a rocket book. This is a plastic reusable book 
basically you can actually rub out the ink once you've finished writing it. You can use multiple colored ink, but it comes with an application so you can actually capture it digitally. So you can be very freehand in your writing and then capture it digitally and convert it into text, which is a really great solution if that floats your boat, so to speak. Well, we probably need a little bit of structure about capturing this. So let's start at the top and work down. So as you already know by now, the Imaginology way is based on mind, body and spirit. So that's a kind of really great place to start just with those three categories. And then under those categories, we can start to put some more detail in there based around our skills, knowledge and experience and based around our goals and our visions. And it's that that we're going to build over the next few weeks. And it's from that position of understanding and wanting to make some positive change that we can build a robust plan. As I've always said, you really need dreams. You've got to have dreams, but dreams are no good if you don't turn them into goals. And you can't reach your goals unless you have plans. And you certainly can't do those plans unless you have actions. And it's how we break all that down that's going to build a system to make this real positive change. And by the way, if this sounds like a lot of information, I've actually set up on my website an area where I'm going to put all the information about each of these episodes of my podcast. But I will start to collate and put together all the calls of action and all the little bits and pieces. I've got no intention of trying to monetize uh, the podcast at all in any way, shape or form. But at some point in the future, I'll put out some special podcasts just with the information around what we're trying to achieve. And I'll write it up and I'll put it in a little ebook and I'll put a mark to how to get it. And you'll just be able to get the ebook for free. And within that, I'll put some sections that you can fill in. And also some of the diagrams will be there that'll allow you to be able to visualize and do what we're going to do in part two today. In part two, we're going to explore the symbol that sits behind the Imaginology way. And what I want you to do, and it'll be in the call to action at the end of today's podcast, is to visualize the symbol as I speak it on the podcast, and then go and have a look at it. Uh, it'll be a link in the show notes to go and have a look at the actual symbol. Spend some time looking at the symbol and thinking about the words that I said. And then, and only then, grab the system that you've chosen to do to take stock. And take stock based on the kind of images that are floating around your mind. Hey, don't forget to mention. So a couple of things to mention this week. Doing the research for this week's podcast, a couple of resources came to mind. Firstly, Mind Mapping by Tony Bazan. There's a plethora of books and information out there about mind mapping. You don't need to spend any money. There's lots on YouTube and on the internet. And the second one was GTD, Getting Things Done by David Allen. A wonderful book. And again, loads of resources online. So I'll make sure those are in the show notes. Anyway, back to the show. So in the second part of today's podcast, we're going to explore the symbol behind the Imaginology Way. Now you can do this in many ways. You can just listen to the podcast as normal and just think about it. But what would be really cool if you could is to find a little bit of me time a little bit of quiet space in your week when you can just sit down, listen to the podcast and let your imagination take over just for a short while. It's just for you. And this will help you absolutely when you sit down to do your own capturing and taking stock of what you've got and what you need to do. So this is the symbol. And as I mentioned earlier, you'll be able to find it if you follow the link in the show notes, you'll be able to see exactly how it's drawn out. It's not a professional image, it's just something I popped together but it's something that hopefully will work really, really well for you. So the first shape in the image is a triangle. A triangle is always a really good, strong shape, isn't it? 
and we've got the triangle and on the, across the base of the triangle is the word spirit and down the left hand side is the word mind and down the right hand side is the word body. Now of course it could just be a flat triangle in 2D or it could be the side of a three-sided pyramid or indeed the side of a four-sided pyramid. Who knows? It could also be the beginning of a road going into the distance. Imagine setting off on that journey, really going out there, right to the horizon. Hey, it's up to you, whatever you see. Secondly, inside the triangle are two circles that are overlapped. Two circles that are overlapped, so in the middle, get the shape of an eye. And in fact, in my symbol, there are two more circles that make up that eye. And I'll talk about the eye in a moment. And then, in the other part of the upper circle, is a minute hand and an hour hand sitting at three o'clock. And in the lower circle is a diamond shape. The top half of the diamond shape is coloured in black. So, the top symbol symbolises the clock. The bottom symbol symbolises the compass. And the middle is the eye. Now, of course, the eye appears in all sorts of religious connotations. Now, it could do that to you. But to me, this is all about looking at yourself. It's the inner eye, looking back at me. And that's really important, particularly as we build our own imagination and we set off on our own transformational journey. The upper one is all about time, because it's a clock, and the lower one, as the compass, is all about direction. Well, now we have the makings of a capture tool. Why don't you grab a pen and paper or open up that phone or computer? If you've got a pen and paper, why not draw a triangle with two circles in it overlapping in the middle? Once you've done that, down the left-hand side, where it says mind, why not write some words that represent how you feel at the moment? Just take some time, write some words how you feel. On the right-hand side, where it says body, write some words that represent how you feel about your body. And on the bottom, where it says spirit, write some words about, you know, beliefs. You know, anything. It could be religious. It could be spiritual. It could be purpose. Those kind of words go at the bottom. In the three circles, or certainly the two circles and the ellipse in the middle, in the upper one's all about time. So why not write down just some simple things around what you'd like to achieve over the coming weeks and months. In the bottom, where you have direction. Just think about the direction you'd like to travel in as you'd like to achieve those things. And in the middle where the eye is, think about how you see yourself and how you feel about the things that you want to change. If you've gone digital and using your phone or your computer, if you've got a computer, you could do a drawing package, but you don't need to. So just simply use the headings, mind, body, spirit, time, direction and I for looking back at yourself and looking at the things you want to achieve. That'll work too. Now just before I finish this section, I just wanted to give a little bit of background about my own development and hopefully this will pull together why I'm describing things in the way I am. You see, I was very, very lucky. I grew up in a little village in West Yorkshire called Hebden Bridge and Hebden Bridge was a fairly eclectic town. And I was so lucky that at a young age I was exposed to all sorts of things. I was doing yoga and tai chi and martial arts and creative writing and play and performing. Loads and loads of things. You see, during the 60s and into the 70s, 
loads of the what they call the hippies back then landed and they came with some amazing new open ideas and it really opened up my mind and I'm very lucky that I've managed to keep my mind open. But as I moved into the corporate world I got exposed to the likes of Zig Ziglar and Tom Peters and Brian Tracy and I got that sort of formal management of time and, and planning and how to achieve goals and how to succeed. But I've been lucky that I've been able to pull them both together. And one of the things that it really taught me, and it's been wonderful for me, and I try and convince other people they should be doing it as well, is to make sure you block out time for yourself. And not only block out time for yourself, but also to block out time to do nothing. To absolutely to do nothing. Now, of course, back in the 70s, uh, we did a lot of meditation. We now talk about mindfulness and being mindful and taking time to do that. And it's so, so important. We know that this has come out of sort of the yoga world, etc. And we're going back over thousands of years of, uh, of practice and evolution here. So we know that it works. But it's quite difficult when you live in a world that's so fast to just take that time out. That time out just to breathe just to breathe and allow your mind to just go in any direction it wants. But it's something that you really need to practice. I practice it daily and I recommend that everybody does too. Hopefully, when we do some interviews over the coming weeks and months, we'll have some practitioners on who can actually help us on that journey as they train us all to be able to do these things. I think we all know this week's call to action now. So get out there, spend some time, give a little bit of thought and start capturing some things. If you've got any questions, please just follow on out and uh, let's start and work on this together. Hey, what's on next week's episode? Well, next week's episode, I am so excited to tell you. We're starting our interviews, which is going to be absolutely awesome. And in fact, we're so lucky and I'm so excited because we're going to have Anne Finch-James on, who is a chiropractor, but also runs Tillo Barn Health and Wellbeing in Surrey, which is just this amazing place where lots of different practitioners work from. And over the coming weeks and months, I'm hoping to interview other people from there too. So that is just going to be so absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to episode two. And please, if you're enjoying it, spread the word. Please make sure that uh, you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Have an awesome week. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to your others. Take action. And I really look forward to speaking to you next week. My name was Steve. Bye for now.